0: We've been looking at things a little, I think, maybe skewed and maybe even in the wrong way, that it's not necessarily about more invention or more innovation. It really is about how do we sell the inventions and the innovation that we already have? How do we continue to create more invention and innovation, but how do we sell that as well? And that, that really comes down to that entrepreneurial mind and attitude that we have to have uh, in a small community, uh, in a region, and and certainly in our country.
1: Today on the show, we talk with Shan Sheridan, Executive Director of the Clinton County Chamber of Commerce in Central Indiana, on what he sees as the future of not only his chamber and his community, but the entire nation. Episode 5 of the Chamber Podcast starts right now. Here's where the magic
0: begins to make change happen.
1: The human voice. It's the most powerful sound in the world. Getting curious about something and diving in. One of the things that I enjoy more than anything else is learning new things. Welcome to The Chamber Podcast. It's The Coming Jobs War, the book by Jim Clifton that Shan began talking about with me. A book that says that promoting entrepreneurship and job creation must be the sole mission and purpose of city leaders. So, Shan, what is it about this book that really stood out to you?
0: I think that when you look at the book, uh, Mr. Clifton has just put such a, I think he's done such a great job in laying out uh, the the anatomy of where we have been and where we are and where we are going to head if we don't turn the train around. If we don't get this, the course re um, reset, if we don't redirect the boat, we are we're probably going to hit the iceberg. And I I really believe that with all my heart, or I wouldn't be, I would not be in the position that I am in with the chamber. And I certainly would not be spending the time and the effort and the energy that I do each and every day in my community if I did not really believe
1: that. So what is it in our communities that you think we need most today?
0: We need to grow more entrepreneurs. We need to be more driven to take the ideas and the innovation and the invention out on the streets and out in the highways and the byways and to sell that and to have and to and to encourage and empower more risk takers to get out there and do that. Our country was built on risk. Our country was built look, the world the world that we know it was founded on risk. Columbus if he had not taken the risk of taking the three ships and decide to, to go out and explore the world to find out that it's round, we may still be – everybody still be in their own little areas of the world uh, thinking everything's flat and we're going to fall off. But we had people that were willing to take risks just like our pioneers, just like our forefathers. All these folks were willing to take risks because they thought that if they take the risk, that the the reward was worth the risk. That's what I believe is a struggle that we're finding in our country. The complacency and the disease of plenty is destroying our country in regards to uh, in regards of entrepreneurialism and I believe our future economy.
1: So what should our focus be as the Chamber of Commerce?
0: One of the, the quick strategies, I think, is that we've got to get back to some core beliefs and really, truly um, uh, live our lives based upon those core beliefs. So, you know, uh, what are those beliefs? And so I say start getting with leadership in your local communities, your local chamber, get with your board, get with your staff and start rec- really finding out what are the core beliefs for your 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 organization, your chamber, your staff. And really de- delve deep into them. I mean, dive get, get deep in the sense of why do we believe this? Why have we? And, and maybe there's a situation, you know, Brian, that we look at this and say, hey, um, well, why have we believed this for so long? This is not a good belief. Why? And, and I believe that that's what you know. And that's what the book will tell you that maybe we we have been believing that innovation and invention has been driving our economy all these years, where really it's entrepreneurialism. And so we've got to start thinking a little bit different about uh, our belief system. And we may even have to change our core belief system if it's not lining up with success. So if you've done everything the same way and you're still getting the same results, then maybe you need to be changing the way you're doing things.
1: So how exactly do we engage with our local entrepreneurs?
0: well I, I tell you it it's an ongoing everyday situation in fact i'll just tell you we brought in a young man um several years ago we 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 were we were doing some leadership program first of all you got to get engaged and involved you can't sit at your desk and just make some phone calls and hope people are going to come you know the old days of kind of build it and they will come or even plan it and they will come just doesn't work you've got to get your you got to get down and dirty you got to get your sleeves rolled up and you got to be willing to go to the schools and look most of the chambers and the chamber directors that I know around the country and especially in the state of Indiana do exactly that they they're, they're some of the hardest-working people that I know they get involved they get plugged in they're involved in the community unfortunately The chamber is so involved in so many things and gets so involved in so many uh, uh, events and and so many different strategic plans, whether it be the comprehensive plan for a community or whether it be a a small town in a county uh, that they, they focus on maybe a festival. All those things are great and wonderful, but we have to at some point start recognizing our core belief again and say, what is the most important? What is going to be the most impactful? What is going to be the most powerful for the future of our our community? And how do we not only sustain, but how do we thrive? Not only survival, but how do we thrive in this ever-changing economy? And so, I think getting out in the schools. You know, we 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 have our superintendent on our chamber board. Uh, we we have regular. Uh, we call them manufacturing manufacturing workforce education forums. We do this. We meet. Uh, I've got another one coming up here and just uh, just next week. And we meet regularly with our industrial folks our superintendents of our school, uh, other educators, we meet with, we have elected officials at the table. We have a room full of about 25 or 30 people that we meet with on a regular basis that include business. And we say, look, we know that workforce is an issue. We know that you need more quality people. So we want to not only educate them, but we want to empower them. And by the way, as we empower them, we want you to recognize and realize that there may be some of these people that do have these the entrepreneurial skill to not only be a supervisor in your company, but to maybe one day own your company.
1: How do you how do you integrate this into your mission uh, as, as a chamber director?
0: The mission of this chamber director, and I'm and I'm very hopeful as we continue to to grow our leadership in our chamber and in economic development and in our community, that that mission will continue to be. Uh, we we want to find entrepreneurs to actually get out there, go get the ideas and the innovation off the shelf, and let's go out there and sell it.
1: So as we wrap up today, Shan, on the episode, can you boil it down to one thing that we can work on, one idea that we can really focus in on this week?
0: Engagement. We've got to become more engaged with our boards. You know, Stop creating strategies and plans, uh, purposes of work that just sit on a shelf and really don't mature because at the end of the day, the board is the authority. The the, the board basically sets... The you know policy, the bylaws, and the strategy, but the director or the staff normally is the are those people that are out there living it, doing it, and are trying to to make it happen on an everyday. Successful chambers is that both staff and both board are working in concert. Uh, they're engaged with each other to 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 really focus on the entire community and seeing what the what the needs are. And um, not just what the needs are, but where do we want to, you know, we, we, sometimes we get so bogged down in the needs that we forget the wants. So how do we take this engagement and say, hey, let's really dream. Let's really dream big. What What would our downtown look like if we had a had this what would our what would our hospital have if we could make it this what would our school systems look like if we could help implement this stop working in silos listen to this clearly if we cre- create better communities that create better regions that create better states we will have a different kind of country in four years, six years, eight years than we have right now. And it will be a better one if we all little by little, piece by piece, working and engaging each other and partnering in collaboration, you get more done by, you know, you get you know get more bees uh, with honey than you do vinegar. So let's be more uh, positive in the sense of how we talk and how we can be more encouraging instead of constantly tearing down. But I really believe, um, Brian, it's about engaging each other and, and becoming more engaged in a community.
1: Awesome. Special thanks to Shin Sheridan for sharing his strategies with us. And thanks for listening in. Before we wrap up today, we wanted to give you, our Chamber podcast listeners, an exclusive first look at a new resource that we've been working on for over a year, and it's called the Fresh Chamber Toolkit. Now, the six tools in the toolkit include the new member lead generator, which presents membership in a completely fresh and simple way, the member quick launch program that shows your members 15 direct ways to see immediate returns on their investment, high definition marketing videos that will wow your members, without adding any extra work for your team. The Chamber's Big Idea, which will provide you with 26 featured resource videos a year that are private labeled for you to share with your members. Our Chamber No Soliciting Program, where we will help you sort through the many requests you get from vendors wanting to work with your chamber. And finally, the Member Referral Program, which will show you how to activate the largest referral network you have access to, your existing members. With these six tools, you'll see new member leads, save time and money, get access to professionally developed videos at a fraction of the cost of what it would cost to produce them on your own, and all of this with a no-cost option for your chamber. So here's how you can find out more information. You can click on the button below or visit us at FreshChamber.com. We'll be bringing you more on this amazing new resource in the coming weeks, so go and check it out again at FreshChamber.com. I think you'll like what you see. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you right back here next week on The Chamber Podcast.